Hello, and welcome back to Deep and Wide Podcast. I'm Pat Walter, and I will be your host. Uh, Today, we're going to take a little bit of time and talk about what is it when your faith feels like a grind. And I'll go ahead and explain that more as we go. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. I hope you heard the last podcast where we talked about transition being hard, and sometimes God allows us to go through hard things to put us in the right place for ultimately His greater purpose. Um, So check that out. We are on all major platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, and the rest. So please check it out and uh, subscribe as it helps. And please also leave a review if you can. Um, The more reviews and the more um, comments we get, the easier it is to find this podcast. So I pray that this material blesses you. Um, Again, I'm Pat Walter. I'm your host, and this is Deep and Wide Podcast. Today, um, I want to spend some time talking about this idea about faith feeling like a grind. Um, I don't know about you, but I know in my own life, um, I've had seasons where, man, it just feels like the day-to-day motions of life feel like a grind. Like you're not making major headway. Um, It's not like you're having these crazy breakthroughs, um, but you're just kind of grinding it out. And then at the same side, you know, things aren't horrible, things aren't negative, things aren't terrible. Um, you're just going by in the day-to-day. And, and what does that mean for our faith? You know, I think, again, I've said this before on the podcast, and I'll continue to say it. Sometimes I think we get caught up in this uh, Instagram type of um, ideology with our faith. And, and what I mean by that is we feel like every day, every week is this uh, should be some Instagram-worthy type of Christian life where we're posting about this thing happened or this thing happened or this thing happened. And I don't think that's always the case in our walk with God. And I'm not saying that He doesn't do miracles and I'm not saying great things don't happen. I'm just saying sometimes the day-to-day stuff with the Lord is just as imperative, if not more imperative at times, than the big stuff. Um, And and we're going to use a couple of biblical examples um, which is kind of what we want to do, right? Talking about our Christian faith. Um, and I, I want to look at uh, a, a guy that inspired me. I, I really studied for this podcast last year and just never got around to recording it. But now um, now that I have time and I really want to dedicate time to this podcast, I feel like it's the right season to talk about it. Um, in the book of Genesis, we read the story about a guy named Noah. You know, if you're you've been around the faith for a minute, hopefully you've heard of him. If not, well then hopefully you'll learn something new about Noah. Noah's in the book of Genesis. He's one of the first books. Uh, most people know Noah by Noah's Ark. So we know his Ark and uh, the the animals two by two more than we know anything else. Um, but in the story of Noah, we see it in the Noah uh, Noah in Genesis chapter six. Um, it's in verse 13, God said to Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me for the earth is filled with violence through them and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood, make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and outside with pitch. And this is how you shall make it. And he gives him instructions of how many cubits, um, how many decks he should make, and three decks. Um, then he tells him in verse 17, Behold, I myself am bringing floodwaters on the earth to destroy from under heaven all flesh in which the breath of life, everything that is on the earth, shall die. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall go into the ark, 
you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. And every living thing of the flesh you shall keep two of them in the ark, keeping them alive with you. They shall be male and female. And then he goes on to say in verse 22, Noah did according to all that God commanded him. So he did. Listen, we're we're talking uh, nine verses of instruction of what Noah is supposed to do with his life. I put myself in the space of Noah sometimes. I'm like, what what if God came to me and said, Pat, I want you to build a boat. I I know you've never seen a boat, but I want you to build a boat. And it's going to take the majority of your lifetime to accomplish this task. Um, you know, in, in our flesh and, and maybe a little bit of pride, it's like, yeah, absolutely. I'll do whatever the Lord tells me. I, I love the Lord. I'll do His will be done. But then I think the practicality of this command, it's literally day in and day out of building a boat. It's not like you can go to Lowe's or Home Depot and get a you know large load delivered at the build site. Uh, he has to go like chop down the wood. He has to cut the wood and shape the wood. Um, he, he didn't have screw guns and screws. Um, he, he didn't have all that. He, he had virtually nothing. And he builds a boat, and it takes roughly 120 years to build a boat. So day in and day out. Hey, Noah, what are you doing today? I'm building a boat. I, I think that if we're really honest with ourselves, that would be far more difficult because it's not like, again, he didn't have an Instagram-worthy life. It took him 120 years to build a boat that he would ultimately use for maybe a year. And yes, he saved his family and he saved the animals from destruction because that's what God told him to do. But again, like that's your entire life, 120 years wrapped into one year, but really one moment. And for us, we would feel like, man, that's, that's not like, a, like I didn't do anything great with my life. But Noah's listed in the Hall of Faith in, in Hebrews chapter 11. Again, if you're unfamiliar with Hebrews chapter 11, we call it the Hall of Faith, where it names off a bunch of people who God recognizes for their faith. Um, and I'm going to go there and I'm going to recognize Noah for just a minute. Hebrews eleven seven. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things yet not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which, the condemned, by which he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness, which is according to faith. His faith was a daily grind of obedience. We see, um, I I love, I'm going to read four through seven because I'm going to shift to a couple other characters. Verse four, by faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of the gifts, and through it being dead still, though being dead still speaks. Uh, Verse 5, by faith Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death, and he was not found because God had taken him up. This is we see in Genesis. For before he was taken, he he had this testimony that he pleased God. Listen to this. Enoch walked with God until he was no more, until he was taken up. Like that was like Enoch's greatest thing. What'd you do? I walked with God, man. 
Oh, like, did you do anything like crazy exploits? Nope. I walked with God. Well, how did you die? I, I didn't. I just, I pleased God by walking with him and he took me up. Like, what, what kind of testimony is that? I walked with God until I was taken up. Like, that's, that's what God does. That's what pleases him. And then we see in the very next verse, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him by faith, Noah. You see, I, I think faith is really this practical daily walking it out of just walking with God. And that over a course of a lifetime that we are found faithful to the call of God, which is just walking with him, being obedient to him, knowing him and loving him. You know, we we see Abraham too, by faith, Abraham obeyed. This is verse eight. When he was called to go out to the place which he received as inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. Um, This is one of my favorite (coughs) scriptures about Noah. You know, at the very beginning, we, we know Noah for um, you know, not sacrificing his son, even though he is willing to. We know Noah for the promised land and for having a children when he was old. But the reality is it all started with, uh, go to a land I'm giving you and I'm going to show you. Well, where's the land? I'm not showing you. I just want you, I want you to walk north. Um, just walk north? Yeah, I, I'm going to show you a land that I'm going to give to you. Uh, how long is it going to take? When am I going to get there? What's this land like? Like, again, the, these are questions that we would all think or probably ponder of like, okay, well, like it is, can, can I get a sign? But like what made Noah's faith journey all start was just, I'm going to walk north to a land that is not yet seen. I don't know what it looks like. I don't even know where it is. My call is just to walk north, right? And I feel like for us in our modern day context of faith is like, that's not good enough. Like, I want to know where. I want to know when. Like, I, I firmly believe God doesn't give us details of our lives because if he did, we would probably say no. We would um, not go whether it's fear or whether we just don't like the what we think is the right outcome. And so, God's telling us, hey, I want you to live by faith. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. It, without faith, it is impossible to please God. But faith isn't always a miraculous, glorious thing. Some of them are. Like we, we go on and we see some of these miraculous things done. Um, but some of these miracles only happen because hard things happened. You know, I, I think about um, the Red Sea. Like we, uh, in the, uh, Moses, when he's faced with the Red Sea, um, and we love talking about this miracle. God parted the Red Sea. He's going to part the Red Sea in your life. He's going to do great things. God's parting Red Seas. Like I've heard so many things in the charismatic camp that I come from. Uh, and again, nothing against them, but I think that we use these analogies. But, but here's the ultimate reality. Moses and the Israelites, maybe a million strong, give or take, were running for their life because the Egyptians were in pursuit to kill them. God had to bring a pillar of fire to give them time. So, you're faced with uh, the Egyptians killing you or trying to get a million people or so across a sea. So, the option is death or death. It's being killed by sword or drowning. And God's up here is like, or not God, Moses is saying to God, what, what, what do you want me to do? What do, you, what, what, what do I do? 
And, and this is what I love about God. Uh, put your stick in the air. What's in your hand? Put it in the air. Moses like, put, put my stick in the air. Again, we would, we would argue God with logic. That doesn't make logical sense. But God doesn't always make us make sense to ourselves. His ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. He says, Moses, put your stick in the air. He puts a stick in the air and the Red Sea parts, right? So we love the miracle, but we don't love the scenario. The scenario is you're facing death and you have no other options but God. You know, the thing is when we pray for miracles in our lives, I think we're really just praying for blessings most of the time because a miracle normally happens is where you have no other option but God. And and that's what we want to live for is miracles, breakthroughs, and blessings. But the call is to live by faith. The call is the grind. The, the call is the daily walking it out. Abraham waking up each morning, and I'm sure between wives um, and servants and people around him saying, uh, where are we going? He's like, I, I don't know. We're just, we're just trusting God. We're going to walk north. Well, for how long? I don't know. We're, we're just going to walk north. You don't know when we're going to get there? Nope. You know how long it's going to take? Nope. Do you know what it's going to look like? Nope. All I know is God told me and I'm going to walk. Here's the reality. God has given us his word and God has given us a mission, right? The mission is to go and make disciples The mission is to uh, reveal the glory of God on earth through loving one another. It's to to have his kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it is heaven. It's to ultimately glorify God and his kingdom through his son, Jesus, empowered by the spirit, but equipped with the word and loving our brothers and sisters well. Like that is our ultimate journey with God. And sometimes it feels mundane. Sometimes it's just loving brothers and sisters well. Sometimes it's just casually sharing my faith in the workplace. Sometimes it's just faithfully loving my wife and children along the way. Like, listen, our daily walk of faith is in essence a grind. And yes, we will have highs and lows in this grind. There will be miracles. There will be good times. There will be hard times. Um, But our call is faithfulness. Um, I, I did a podcast a while back. We had an episode talking about what is success in the kingdom. Success in the kingdom is faithfulness. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. It's not a well done, well done servant. It's faithful servant. The, the servant isn't great because he served. The servant is great because he was faithful. It's the faithfulness of the servant, right? Guys, we, yes, we are sons and daughters of the Most High God, but we're also servants who have surrendered our lives to him, and our call is to be faithful to him. And sometimes faithfulness is hard because it's not exciting. But that's the call. That's the call to surrender. You know, our, our ordinary lives of faithful servanthood is to God's glory. And here's where I want to land this thing, and I want to challenge you. Again, we're all going to be in different seasons and different places in our lives. Um, I don't know what led you to this podcast, but I want to encourage you that, that just the daily grind of walking with God is enough. The daily grind of doing your best to obey His Word is enough. 
doing your best to faithfully love your wife, your children, and your brothers and sisters in the faith is enough, right? We just have to do what God has called us to do and the way He's called us to do it, and that is enough, right? And so, uh, let this be an encouragement. Don't let weariness seek in. Uh, the Bible says, don't grow weary in well-doing. In due time, you'll receive your reward. Again, that could be the reward in this life or the reward could be in the next life. It doesn't say when the reward is. It just says in due time, but we're not to grow weary in well-doing or in good doing because what we're doing is we're serving the Lord. Whether we're building a boat, whether we're walking north or we're just walking with God, these are the exploits of the greats of the faith of walking, obeying, doing the simple things that he's called us to do. Um, and that is enough. So uh, let me, pr- I just want to pray at the end of this. Uh, Father, we just thank you so much for the goodness and the mercy that you show us every single day. Father, I, I pray that you bless the grind, that you bless uh, the times that feel mundane, the times that feel simple where we're just going through motions. But Father, that you are in the mundane, that Father, that you bless the things that are already in our hands when we just simply obey you. Uh, that the simple act of faithful obedience is ultimately what brings you the most glory. And so, Father, bless uh, each and every person listening right now, that as they pursue you and walk with you, that they will see you in the midst of the mundane in all that they're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, thank you so much for joining me. I am Pat Walter, and this is Deep and Wide Podcast. Uh, Please consider subscribing, um, and please, whatever platform you're listening on, I would be uh, privileged if you would just give me, drop me a rating, whatever it is you want to leave me, um, preferably five stars. That's always the best. Um, and then just leave a review. I, I think it really helps people find the podcast. And if it's a blessing to you, I pray it's a blessing to others. And if you know how to like and share, please do that too. God bless you guys. And we shall talk soon.